This is The Harness Habit. I've got all your best bets for The Harness this week. Tune in. And it is the last episode of The Harness Habit 2022. Wow, we what a year it's been. Uh, we've found a few winners, we've found a few losers, but ultimately we're having fun and we love the Harness game. So we've got a nice little four-meeting uh, little podcast here to go over, and so let's try and find some winners. And as we always do, let's get stuck straight in, and we go to Thursday the uh, 28th, and we're getting stuck in at Mocha Carrara. Lovely little day meeting here. I know there'll be a few legends drinking beers down on the sidelines. Uh, I'd probably be keen to be there, to be honest, but I'm off down to New Plymouth for the new year. So we're going to get started in race number six, um, and it's by the name of Lil Miss Muscle. She's a good uh, wee mare, this thing, a nice wee trotter. She's always trying real hard, and I think from barrier one, if she can step and lead them up here, she's going to be a great place chance, if not, you know, get the chocolates here, because she steps real quick, she gets to the top, they'll uh, they'll find it pretty hard to run past her, so yeah, pretty keen to get on Little Miss Muscles there. Then we go to race number seven, and it's the first of the uh, big distance races there on the Thursday. Over the 2,810 metres, it's the Ian Campbell Memorial Handicap. And I'm keen to take one here called Sonny Louie. Um, Sam Thornley's been doing great things over in Australia. I think he came second in the Australasian Junior Drivers Championship, so congratulations to him. He's back at NZ, he's in form, and he's taking on Matadiros, a great, great grass track trotter. Um, but he's got a 60-metre handicap, so I think you can maybe play the Quinella here or a nice place chance on Sonny Louie. Um, because you know, I don't know, with, with the rest of the horses in that field don't seem to be you know, going too great that it's going to be too scary. So I think Sonny Louie to run a top three, top two, um, but Matadiros, even after 60 metres, boy, he can definitely trot, and John Dunn, he should be able to get him there over the, the longer distance. Then we move on to race number eight, and Beyond a Shadow gets in here real well again. It's got great gate speed. She's a tough mare. John Dunn knows her well. He drove her to an absolute tee last start, pitch-perfect drive at Meffin, just rolled her along in front, dictated this tempo, and just kicked the plugs at the top of the straight and and got her home. And I think he can do the same tactics here, to be honest. Um, Hopefully he can just... You know, cross the the three inside, and then dictate the terms, and uh, be a great place chance anyway. Um, then we move on to the next cup race, and it's race number nine, uh, the Country Cup, the Christmas Cup, Mach Carrara, Paul Renwick Joinery, race number nine. And I'm going to go a little bit left field here and go Boudica. Um, she's a gritty wee mare. It's a nice little grass track. She will just sort of get into her work nicely. No handicap. She's been going great races. Her form line reads, you know, not too great, but she's actually been going quite well, and Ricky May knows her well. So, you know, it's probably going to get a decent each-way odds there as there's a few off the the handicaps that are good horses. But I think Bodique has earned earned her uh, place to be a a nice wee chance in that field, and uh, she can get maybe a nice top three, top four money uh, for the lads. Then we go to race number 10 and a horse I like called Special Dream. He's a big bloke, really good four-flash start. He's drawn barrier seven. He's pretty quick out the gates. Um, Rakira Raider might challenge him early and better with bling and better than Diva can all leave pretty well. So he's going to have to be good to cross them from barrier seven. But if Johnny Morrison can light him up from out there and get to the top, he's just going to get absolutely stuck in and just keep whacking away. So I think you can stick with Special Dream and you might get a decent enough each-way quote as well. Um, then we go to the last of the day, 
probably one of my better bets on the program, and it's Sunny Vista. This thing loves the mobile, and uh, his win at Meffin about five starts back was super good, super gritty, and Barrier 2, he's got tremendous gate speed, so if Mark Jones has him ready after last start's failure, um, he was hitting his uh, hooves against the wheel, sulky wheel, and punctured the wheel, so there were some excuses there, but if he's freshened up well, I think if he can run to his best, Sunny Vista will definitely be taking out the last on the program. Um, and it may even be a decent each way quote because it's zero six six and a P in the in the form line. So I don't know. We'll see if the TAB have been doing their form. Then we go to Waikato on the Thursday evening. Only like two here, but for good reason because it's just a small little little card and short and sharp. We're going to be having a few plays at Mach Carrara. So we go to race number five at Waikato, Sparky. This little three-year-old filly's been going tremendously. She's uh, placed four out of the last six starts, and she's got a win in her most recent. Zachary Butcher takes a drive. She gets barrier one. The two threats are drawn outside of her, um, so that gives her an option to hand up to one of them and maybe get the gun run of the leaders back and get up the passing lane. But I'd even have her just sitting in front dictating the terms and being too good for them. Um, she's been going real well, so Sparky, go again. Go again, you good thing. Then we head to race number seven, the last of the card. It's a mobile trot, and we're going to go for Mr. Muscle here. The Brecon Farms breeding is going to be all the ticks we need here, I think. Matthew White's quick barbie goes all right, and probably going to respect the the mobile a bit better. So she's a good filly going forward as well. But I think Mr. Muscle, nice wee try, uh, workout fourth to prepare for this. Um, he's showing a bit and there's a bit of wrap around him um, so I think Mr Muscle could be getting the chocolates in the last at Waikato on the Thursday night so good luck if you're having to play there and then the next meeting we go to is Alexandra Park on the New Year's Eve Franklin Cup night um, and it's going to be a little bit of a Slow start to the card because I'm not too keen until later on in race number seven where we've got a really competitive uh, rating 60 to 69 mobile pace race. Um, And I think I'm going to go with Jack the Builder one more time. He's building a lovely picket fence. He's four in a row. He's lightly raced the three-year-old gelding, but he's got a back row draw, which I think could suit him here. There's some nice horses, so there might be a bit of early speed, and he might just be able to stay out of that and slot into the 1-1 and come over the top of them. So really keen on Jack the Builder there. And then we go to the next race, race number eight, Better Listen. Uh, This five-year-old gelding for Barry Purden and Scott Phelan, mate, he loves running second. He's just an honest horse, but he's had 15 seconds to his name, seven thirds and three wins. But I think he drops back into a nice race here where barrier six isn't the worst. He can sort of just sit parked in a field like this and be too tough for them, I feel. And better listen, I reckon better listen can definitely get his uh, overdue win. So I'm with him there. And then we move on to the group races of the evening, which is the Majestic Horse Floats Green Lane Cup over the 2,700 metres Group 3 level. And we've got Love in the Port, one of my favourite trotters, Phil Williamson and uh, Tony Hurley combining. Um, very excited to get amongst this horse. He's been knocking on the door. Good second last start. 10 metre handicap, shouldn't be too much of a worry. Um, Artie by the Hill's a good trotter going forward off the 20 metres, but I don't know, I'm just going to go on the each way with Love and the Port. Tony Hurley will be absolutely running a clinic. And then we finish off the night. It's not really a tip, but it's cool to see. But it is a wee bit of a shame that there's only four in this field. The Franklin Cup, copy the Alta Wise Guy, Hot and Treacherous, and Kango. It's going to be a pretty interesting uh, race, as, in- as interesting as a four horse race could ever get, but copy that. I mean, he's just come alive since his last back-to-back cup win, and he just looks undefeatable even in this field off a 30-metre handicap. 2,700 metres, he's got plenty of time to to catch up to those lot, but, I mean, 30 metres, 
on Ultra Wise Guy Hot and Traditions and Can Go. He's going to have to be exceptional again, but he is, isn't he? He's won back-to-back cup races, New Zealand cup races. So, yeah, a couple of that would probably get the job done. But, you know, copy uh, Can Go off the front end. I don't know. It's a terrible punting race, so I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But good to see copy that running around on New Year's Eve to finish off the the harness racing year. And then we get stuck into Rangiora on New Year's Day where there's just a couple I don't mind, and that's race number two, Michael Kane. He's a gelding who's shown a bit of ability. Um, he's lightly raced. He comes in here fresh up from a run back in September where he ran fifth. Um, but he's just been a wee bit naughty. So if you can put it all together, I feel like barrier three over the mobile, he can lead, go to the front and just be too good for them. Um, and that should be a Benny Hope special, hopefully. Um, and then we go to race number six. Hidden Desire, they don't come as uh, honest as this horse, 10 years of age, and he just always whacks away, I think Sam Thornley usually drives him, he'll probably get the drive again, uh, but I think he can just, he can definitely get some here, steps, gets to the front, he's going to be a great place bet either way, uh, but he's drawn favorably, favorably and he's a quick beginner, so over the two 600 metres, get him amongst Hidden Desire, get the chocolates. Then we finish out the, the the podcast with one of my better bits of the whole weekend, and it's called Teresa Love. She is a lovely little mare. She's very lightly raced, this five-year-old, and she's she's won a trial to prepare, and she bet home a Lexus Rocket. Lexus Rocket's come out and won today at Westport, so that's some decent enough form. She's got a fourth behind Bark, sectionally sound, behind No Matter What, who won on the uh, Grand Prix Day. She just looks very well placed in this very uh, weak looking field. She's got barrier eight to deal with over the 2,000 metres, which is a wee bit of a concern, but I think she can sit three wide in this field and win, to be honest. So well, hopefully it's not too short and the and the bookies aren't watching this bloody podcast because they probably do. Um, but if they have let this one go, then Teresa Love should be winning race number seven and starting off your new year, an absolute treat. So I hope uh, you guys find a few winners and I hope I've tipped a few and good luck for the rest of the year and we'll see you in the new year. Go well and uh, let's trot.